This means it's time for another Go Cleanse Health Conversation. The guys behind the Go Cleanse system are on the line with us, ready to answer all of your questions and comments and concerns. Want to remind you people right up front if you'd like to win an 11 day cleanse from Go Cleanse, all you got to do is stump Peter. Now, when you say all you got to do, it's never happened. But. But that's all you got to do is come up with a question that that would stump him. And we're talking about along the lines of what we talk about here. Not some weird math equation or anything, which I think he would pull out of his ass and figure out anyway. <laughs> all right. So how are you guys doing? You, you good, doing good? Great. Doing great, Jerry. All right. So we like to start every podcast off with a success story. And this one's a quick one. It says, hey, boys. Thanks for making me sexy again. One 30-day cleanse down and 33 pounds washed away. I'm feeling it, and I owe it all to you, Sydney and West Virginia. There you go. That's awesome. Uh, well, God, I mean, well, well, every time we hear them, you know, Peter, I mean, isn't it just all these years you hear someone just 35 pounds like that, no big deal, right? Well, I was going to hold this back, but I want to bring you guys up to speed. There's two new studies that were just published, one in the Journal of American Medical Association and one in the Nutrition Journal. Well, I'm just going to go over them. This will put this in contrast for you, okay? In the JAMA one, they had people eat, uh, again, intermittent fasting, but you could only eat from seven in the morning to three in the afternoon. So after three afternoon, you got nothing to eat. In one month, okay, in one month, the average weight loss in this was four and a half pounds. In a month? Let's, con- let's contrast with this guy that just lost 33 pounds in 30 days. The other one, which was 14 weeks, and, and I never heard of this before, but they do one day of food, one day of fasting. So every other day you're fasting, every other day you're eating. Okay, 14 weeks, average weight loss in 14 weeks, which is three and a half months, 13 pounds. So what, I mean, he they continue one on, one on, one off? Yep, yep. The whole time? For the whole time. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. No, but I'm telling you, this is like, I just found this out today. I mean, from this one researcher, he said, you got to look at this. This is insane. You've got to understand. I mean, it's no joke. Diets don't work. Here's the clinical evidence. And you know what they said at the end of the study? The one, the one where they lost um, four pounds in a month. This is a really effective weight loss program where they're eating from seven in the morning until three in the afternoon. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is nuts, isn't it, guys? I mean, you, you think we're, we're, we ever get used to I mean, the guy lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I've seen those. When are people going to wake up and understand? There's nothing like Go Cleanse. No. Nothing like this. And the results. We have the answer. I've been saying that. We've been saying that for years. It is the answer, and yep. it goes on and on because they still have the answer. They keep on trying all these idiotic things. I mean, every other day they fast. Yes, yes. That's why I, I wanted to share with you guys. My hands I, I mean, either. And what's with the timing one? What's Why the hours? I guess so you don't eat late at night and go to bed on a full stomach thing or what? Well, no, but but it's been completely discredited now in three clinical studies. Unless you think that's great to lose, you know, four, four pounds in a month. 
I mean, we'd have no listeners. We'd have no one that would listen to us. Scott, can you imagine us coming on and we're having a success story? I, nothing scary. Can you even imagine that? a month? Let's go to Tommy no. right now. He's been go cleansing now for 60 days, and he's down nine pounds. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Where do I order that shit, right? It's like the average after four days for us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, it Terry? Is, yes, sir. i let you know I, I, you're coming across really gargly. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, I'm coming across really gargly? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm hearing it, too. I wonder why, because it sounds okay on this thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, um, well, well, how's that? Be gargly. I'm going yeah, to be gargly. I, I, I think that uh, I think it's going to sound okay on my end. So if you guys could put okay. up with it, we're all right. All right, here we go. Here's, here, here's a question. This is a quick one from TL. How bad is microwaving our foods? Oh, Peter, you oh, – hold on, hold on. Oh, Peter, this Peter is mine. Now, the, the, only, the only thing a microwave is good for is telling time. There you That's go. That's exactly right. Exactly Breaking right. Breaking down molecules and everything I mean, else. Yeah, it changes the molecular structure of food. And, and, and God forbid someone would put something with, you know, like saran wrap or something over the top of it. Then the, the microplast the, the, the chemicals within the plastic actually end up in your food. Um, no, it, it's just um, – it's it, it just <laughs> – no, the best thing to do with it is have it tell time. That's it. So, what about all the microwave safe dishes and stuff? Or is it, or does that have anything to to do with it? Has it? nothing to do with it. No, right. it the you know the bombardment of the radio waves and all that. Just not. I mean, all this weird stuff. Weird stuff. The o- the only thing I use the microwave for is to uh, to do the um, those bone broth things. Well, that's okay. Okay. Well, I'll, heat, I, I, I'll heat them up. I, I got some time. I got nothing but time, guys. I, I wouldn't put it in a mean, kettle. I put it in a kettle exactly. All right, I will do that. Put it in a tea kettle. All right. Let's see. But here. it'll tell good time. Just use it as a clock. There it's you go. Even mine doesn't tell good time at that either. So, <laughs> let's see here. This is kind of a very vague question, so I don't know how far you want to go with it. But Terrence in Pasadena, California says, what the hell is exactly a balanced diet? It seems like the guidelines keep changing. Oh, yeah, guidelines have changed just like the uh, food group. If it was a pyramid, it was a square, it was a rhombus, it was a circle. I mean, how many times has that changed over our lifetime? So, uh, Peter, when I hear people talk about eating clean or balanced diet, and they'll be just fine, they don't need to do any uh, cleansing or anything like that, I don't even know where to go with someone that's uh, righteous about it, I guess. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's real simple. The body needs fats, carbs, and proteins. The human body doesn't store fat. I'm sorry, it doesn't store protein. It stores fat and carbohydrates. The problem, again, always comes back to what's the content of the calorie itself that you're consuming. For example, simple carbohydrates basically turn into sugar in your body, like white rice and you know starchy things. And so if you want to eat balanced, you can even Google simple carbohydrates. That's a no-no. Complex carbohydrates are fine. But it's a, you know, we've heard that before. It's balanced. But even with that, this whole notion, like what Scott said, eating healthy is a complete myth because our food is literally becoming so nutritionally bankrupt. And we've substituted sugar and simple carbohydrates for nutrition. The food manufacturers know this. 
because it's much cheaper to put sugar in food than it is nutrition. That's all you need to know. And to taste yeah, better. You know what? No. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, exactly. You, you brought, you brought some, Peter. If you heard, yeah, tell me if you heard of the new, uh, I, I want to say the new uh, fat and sugar substitute. Have you heard, heard about the allulose? Uh, allulose? No. You haven't heard of that? No. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a sugar that comes from uh, figs and raisins, I guess. And it act, acts like sugar, but it actually, it's kind of interesting. It actually leaves a stickier substance on your tongue when you eat it. So more of the sugar particles, actually, uh, a molecules actually land on your tongue. So it's supposedly you can use less sugar. Get it? Because what they're saying is the, the sugar that your tongue tastes, your actual taste buds taste, are very few. Most of them you just swallow. So mm-hmm. that's why the sugar substitutes, like whether it's Splenda, whether it's, uh, what are some of the other ones? You know what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, uh, aspartame, all there's the other Xylitol, ones. There's Xylitol, there's a bunch of them. Right. And so they, their, their, their uh, sensation to a taste bud isn't quick enough. It's actually just like milliseconds apart, but it's, it's hmm. so different that it, uh, that, that it doesn't taste the same where this new one, A L U L L O S E. Yes, I've had, I've seen it in some products, and they're uh, they're claiming that it, you can use less sugar with and still get that taste. Uh, See, but hey, hey what is that. it? Three three quarters three quarters of our packaged foods have sugar in it in some way. Right. I mean, exactly. it will, it's uh, it's crazy that the sugar the sugar is the poison out there, and we still need some sugar, but the the dosage is where the poison is at. Well, and I think I shared with you guys on a couple of shows back when I said right now, the newest data is one in three, listen to this story. One in three adults in North America is already pre-diabetic. One in three, one in three. That's, uh, you know, I, I was, I was Googling something here when you were talking about the sugar and I, and I can see that cause we get this question a lot about how many people are pre-diabetic. I, I think if we did research on anybody who's used the GoCleanse system, it's probably more than that. Right. You know, but, but the re- what I was Googling was, we, Sherry and I were at a, um, a tea shop, you know, where they sell these different teas and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. one of the sweeteners they had was beet sugar. And mm-hmm. it, and um, mm-hmm. so I took a little taste of it and it tasted fantastic. And I'm, and I'm like, Hey, maybe we should get some of this. And Sherry goes, it's sugar still. So, right. <laughs> well, we still need some sugar. Don't forget that, but yeah, right. the don't live without it. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe I should have got it. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> let's see here. Um, boy, does go cleanse. This comes from Carl. It says, does go cleanse. Give me all the nutrition I need. Or should I be adding extra vegetables to my diet, or does Go Cleanse cover all the bases? Well, yeah, that's that, that actually is, is a great question. I mean, it, when you're talking about the percentage of the minerals, pretty much everything is covered in there. I mean, and besides all the trace minerals that you can't get anywhere, right. besides all, all 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 the other benefits of the the the, the, the cleansing benefits uh, uh, that are that are in the product, but you still have to eat other things for roughage and everything else keep exactly. keep your system moving through and so on but really there there are days when you know I'll have three shakes in a day uh, and and I really don't feel like eating anything else I'll nibble on something but I've had plenty of days where I've just taken the go fun stuff because you are you're getting every bit of 
not only every bit, you're getting more than you need uh, uh, having the shakes and everything. Well, you know, that's a good segue. Did, did I talk before, and if I did, I don't care, I'll repeat it, but did I talk to you guys about this new concept about nutritional partitioning is exactly why the cleanse days work? Did I ever talk with you two about that? Um, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. But it's going to address Scott's point. The point yeah. is that what you're really doing on a shake day, you actually have more nutrition than you can actually use. So what the body literally does, it stores it kind of, think of like a, in a storage locker, right? And then when you go on, when you go on a cleanse day, you're not just consuming the elements that you consume on that day, but the body actually goes over and accesses this extra nutrition. Now, why is that important? Because in order for the body to detoxify, you have to suspend digestion or all but suspend it. So now you've got this act, this excess that's already been pre-digested that the body can use so it doesn't interfere with the, with the cleansing process at all. That's what makes this so unique. But to Scott's point, that massive amount of nutrition is, 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 we have more than we need. And so that surplus, but remember the surplus, it's already been pre-digested. So it doesn't impact the digestive tract and allows the detox cycle to go on. I've told people this before. On a cleanse day, if you had like a half an English muffin, you ain't cleansing anymore because the body will automatically go right to the sugar, right to the simple carbohydrates for fuel. And that's not what we want to have happen. We want to get you into fat burning mode. So I just find it scientifically, it's really fascinating. I just learned about this really in the last month or so about nutritional partitioning. Yeah. And learning where the nutrition comes from and the guidelines that Go Cleanse yep. uses. I, I always, and this is something I'm always reminding myself, like when I take my shake first thing in the morning, I always remind myself how pure this stuff is that's going in me. Exactly. I, yep. and, it, and it just makes mm -hmm. me feel even better. And it's just a, right. a little game I play with myself, I guess. I, I love it. I think it's well, fantastic. Well, the three of us, could, could any of the three of us imagine not starting our day with a shake? No, not no. at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> and, and most of the day's ending with one. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's fantastic. All right. So let's see here. Um, Boy, I'm trying to figure, figure out which one. All right, we'll go to this guy. Uh, this comes from Russ in San Jose, California. My doctor told me that I have the beginnings of a fatty liver. Is there anything I could do to eliminate this? Wow. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that going around. And uh, we hear from, from a lot of people, what is it, ATL levels or whatever, Peter? Uh, yeah. that's, that's the liver stuff. And I've been hearing a lot more of that. But absolutely. Go ahead, Peter. Okay, well, I was just going to say, here's what the science supports. There was a great documentary called, um, it was on Amazon, it was called uh, Escape Fire. It's kind of a strange title, but they talked about this amazing increase in fatty liver disease in people. And what's happening, because the, the, the liver is the biggest filter in the body, it sees the toxins first. And so what the liver is doing, it's actually creating fat with inside itself to, to deal with these chemicals. Now, here's the good news. In the study they talked about, they put people on just a 24-hour, essentially, fast or detox. And they were able to reduce the fat in the liver by 30% in just one 24-hour. So imagine when we put people on 48-hour detox and they do it, you know, especially if you've got fatty liver, you do it for a month or so. Um, I would say that you're going to have a pretty damn good outcome. Because as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, the whole purpose behind this 
is to get our body into utilizing fat most of the time for energy. But you, your liver shouldn't have fat in it. It's doing that because it doesn't, it can't, re, it, it can't do enough filtration. These chemicals are, it feels like it's under attack. So it's literally, you know, using fat as a storage. And then when the liver is full, of course, it arms it out in the rest of the body, which we know into our visceral fat. That's the hard fat around all of our organs. So um, I would say without giving them a promise or making a medical claim, um, if it's me and you've got an early stage, mm, I certainly would jump on this for, you know, again, we've said before, it's not, I mean, weight loss is a great throw-in, but all these other medical benefits are crazy. So that would be the best advice that I could give you is go on, you know, and do at least 30 days. Now, did, now, getting a fatty liver, does that come from eating too much saturated fats or, does, or is this no, hereditary no. or what? Not, no, no, it's from the chemicals. Oh, okay. From the world we're living in. That the body, and that's the only way the body can deal with these chemicals from outside is to store them in fat cells. Wow. All right. Damn it. I'm, yeah. You learn something. Uh, uh, always. I'm always learning things. This is good. All right. We have time for, let's go. We have time for one more quick one here. All right. Okay. What, what are the best exercises? This comes from a guy named Cal. What are the best exercises to increase my bone density? I've been hearing a lot about bone density lately. Well, number one, just in terms of giving yourself the best nutrition in the world is step number one. The exercise is, I mean, exercise is great, but it's not what people think it is, okay? 85, 90% of a workout is actually the recovery. And you, in order to recover, you need the high levels of nutrition. Um, there's no question that bone, but bone density can be increased by, you know, uh, free weights and, you know, things like that. But it doesn't matter. If you don't have the proper nutrition, basically you're, you're not doing your body very, very much good. And I was, I've been taught this by, um, I, Scott knows that I work with, um, you know, Beyonce the singer, her trainer. And he taught me this. He said, Peter, you know, 85 or 90% of a workout is the recovery and the nutrition. The workout is, is he said, you're just not going to get the benefit of a workout without the um, nutrition. That's how important it is. Now, Scott, I know you do a lot of weightlifting and, and isn't it, don't, doesn't bone density also helped by like, lifting heavier weights putting more of a load on your, your bones or what well that's you're building muscle there I, I i would i'm not sure about that as far as bone density but i do know like peter's talking about the nutrition that's why yeah. immediately after a workout that's when i down down a shake uh, just yeah. because i know that that the the proteins and everything else in those shakes are actually going directly to the areas that you're actually injuring yourself just a small amount, your muscles, every time you lift weights or do anything. And that's where all that uh, dense nutrition goes to to help that recovery and build it. Mm -hmm. But, I, I, you know, as far as heavy weights, I do pyramid up in my weights. I've always done that. But I, I don't know about bone density. That one I couldn't answer. All right. Well, well, no, there's been, they've said that, you know, weights are weighted. But, again, it still comes back. You can, you know, the strategy's great, you know, with the weight, but without the nutrition, you're just not going to get the benefit that you could get. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Okay. Yep. Hey, there you go. I'm learning more today. We got, <laughs> we got a lot of questions in today. This is good. Yes, uh, that was great. So if you have a question, you could leave it on the Facebook page. You could email it to me at terryjamesalive at gmail.com. They go to these things. These guys, they like to know what's happening. They like to talk to you. They like to, to hear what you're thinking out there. And the thing about it, we get a lot of people going, 
especially about the stump heater, which is why I wanted to bring that up. You have the question. He'll have time to look it up. I'm here to tell you, these guys don't want to know anything about what we're doing on these podcasts. No. They no. like being shocked. You have no so, idea. So there you, you have go. No idea about the question. Absolutely. None whatsoever. If you would like to order, look at the phone number listed on today's explanation of the podcast. They will hook you up. You'll talk to a coach. You have a specific question. You could ask them anything you want. They'll go ahead and figure it out. If they can't figure it out, who do they get a hold of? They get a hold of Peter and Scott. That's the way things go. All right. So, uh, so take a look at that, and we'll join you next week for another Go Cleanse Health Conversation, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks Derek.